All right, all right, all right, everybody. Hope y'all are doing fresh and dandy today. It's your bro, BDB, back on the mic once again. We are going to do Fitness Unfiltered Part 2. Fitness Unfiltered Part 2, all right? So on this episode, we're basically just doing a recap, plus some fresh new gems, some fresh new wisdom in regards to why I truly believe that fitness and wellness should be an integral an integral pillar in our lives. So I hope that you are in a situated area. If you're driving, be safe. And if you are in a situated area, hope you got a pen and a pad. You're ready to take notes. In the meantime, sit back, relax, sip on some water or sip on some juicy juice. And let's get ready to learn. Let's get it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back to yet another episode of the Ultimate You Podcast. My name is Brandon BDB Bender, and you are back in the mix for yet another Sunday night message. Me, my thoughts, this microphone. We gonna get it in. Tonight's gonna be no different. We gonna go ahead and get into it because tonight you can consider it part due. Uh, which, what you mean by do? D-E-U-X. It's just another word for two. Tonight is part two of Fitness Unfiltered. Yes, Fitness Unfiltered. It's just a continuation from last week's message. If you did not listen to Fitness Unfiltered part one, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that. It's about roughly 82 minutes. Nothing but gems, wisdom, and True content being poured into your booth, and tonight will be no different. So I hope that y'all had a great weekend. I hope that y'all's week has been great, and I hope that y'all are keeping hydrated out here in this sun, right? We we facing temperatures of north of 100, right? We going above 100, right? They going all in with that weather, but you make sure you stay hydrated with that hydro, you know what I'm saying? When I say hydro, I'm talking about water. We ain't talking about Nothing else. All right. So make sure we clear on that. All right. So we talking about fitness unfiltered. What does that mean? <clears throat> so today is going to be I'm going to drop one, maybe two new gems that I didn't talk about last week. But I'm going to start with a little bit of a ESPN highlights. We're going to do some cliff notes about what I talked about last week. And it's not going to be in any particular order. It's just going to be as it swings through across the top of my dome and to the, to the front of my dome and side to side from my dome, right, from from all parts of my dome. As it as it comes forth in my head, I'm just going I'm going to spit it at you. All right. So fitness unfiltered. First of all, when you see unfiltered, it does not mean that there's going to be any inappropriate content or inappropriate words that are going to be conveyed in this episode. It just means that. We hold nothing back. We're going we gonna to put the full truth out there. We're going to put the full force. We're going to bring the muscle. We're going to bring the hustle. We're going to bring the fire. And we're going to bring the smoke. We don't need no Glock 9, no Tech 9, so no, no kind of uh, physical artillery. We're going to bring the verbal artillery, right? We're going we gonna to bring it today, all right? So, and the reason I call it Fitness Unfiltered is because, you know, as I mentioned last week and however it was mentioned, And that is, I truly believe a lot of us, you know, don't treat fitness as an integral part of our lives. Okay. Now, before we get to going and get to flowing, okay, let me introduce and reintroduce myself for those that 
have jammed the podcast for any length of time. And for those that may be brand new to the podcast, maybe you're listening for the very first time. Okay, so a little bit about my background. I've said it before on the podcast, but I'm going to say it again for those who might be some newbies. Okay, so I am a certified personal trainer. Okay, I went to a personal training school for six months. Right, got good hands-on training, uh, good basic uh, knowledge in terms of fitness, nutrition, because I, I truly believe that it was something that I need to finish back from 2014. Okay, that's when I first started that journey of wanting to be certified as a personal trainer, going to one organization, you know, not passing, and then going to uh, fast forward to 2018 and then finishing that journey, if you will, of becoming certified. And by certified, in my case, I'm talking about a diploma. Okay, I have an actual diploma in terms of being certified as a personal trainer. And yes, that is considered a certification. Okay, a certification does not limit you to just doesn't have to be limited to just something that is legitimately a certificate. Okay, a diploma is another version of certification as well. Right, just make sure we put that out there. So, and I've been active throughout the majority of my life, even before my adulthood. I've been uh, active most of my life. Played baseball for two years, from '93 to '95. Shortly after that, I picked up tennis. Just organically grew a sort of a love towards it. Played tennis for five years, from eighth grade all the way up until twelfth grade. And then after 12th grade, I played here and there in terms of just recreationally. And so, you know, I've always been active. And then as far as lifting weights, I've always been lifting weights since probably roughly 1997, 1998. We'll probably go with 1997. That probably sounds more accurate. When I played tennis, when we when I played on a team, uh, the varsity team, we would be in the weight room. Not not a lot. We would more so practice on the court and we would practice running around, uh, running around the school or running around parts of the school in terms of trying to increase endurance and stamina and all of that. And then there were at least from what I can remember, and maybe I I could be wrong. I don't know. Uh, But seldomly we would go down into the weight room. And I think that's where that's the first time that I can remember really my eyes being opened up to, ooh, okay, weights, this, that and the other, you know, so that that is when I first started to become more acquainted with it. And then in 2001 is when I first joined a gym as far as a gym membership, that kind of thing. Now, let me also mention something else. Let me kind of let me clarify this as well. OK, I, I am not your run of the mill personal trainer. All right. I'm just going to be very upfront with you. I am not your run of the mill personal trainer. I am not. I am not one that has just clients stacked up everywhere. Okay. That, that is not, that is not my forte right now. Uh, me doing this podcast, my, my value, at least for this portion of my life, me talking about fitness and all of that on this podcast is a huge part of, uh, my value in terms of sharing my experience of whether it be personal training or fitness or anything like that, more so just fitness in and of itself. Okay. Uh, I have other avenues that I want to approach in regards to getting people healthy and well and whatnot. That doesn't mean that I won't train anyone. It's just, 
I'm just going to leave it at that. I am not your average run-of-the-mill personal trainer. I'm just being for real and upfront. So that way people think, oh, man, B2B, he's training clients in the morning and sundown and this, that, and the other. No, that's, that's, not, that's not my forte. And that doesn't, again, it doesn't mean that I won't train anybody. It just means that that's just not my focus right now. So, but I do have a passion for health and wellness and fitness. I have, I would say, over the years, it has been more of a growing ever so growing passion i mean even to this day like it's still growing like it hasn't stopped i still keep learning new things i still keep learning new insights new revelation uh, things like that and i truly believe that's one of the things that fitness is all about and not just fitness but also other things in life as well as they say when you stop learning then you become stagnant okay um you know we should always be um In order for us to achieve higher heights, we have to have new wisdom. We have to have new insight. We have to have new revelation. That's one of the things that I touched on last week. I talked about Proverbs 7, 4, that you you, got to make wisdom your sister. All right. If wisdom is not your sister, then you are missing out just flat out. If wisdom is not your sister, you is missing out. Check the verse out for yourself. Proverbs 7, 4. When you make and, I, and I'm paraphrasing when I say this, okay? So I'm not saying this step for step. I'm paraphrasing what the verse is talking about. When you make insightful information, when you make intelligent, divine information, when you make it your sister, when you make it your friend, when you hang out with that information, right? When you kick it, when you post up, when you post up on the block with this information, when you post up on the block with divine information, when you post up on the block, when you land in the cut, Thinking about marinating, meditating on divine information, letting it sink in your mind, letting it soak and sud in your mind. Just just thinking it over, just letting it bubble over, just letting it boil over. When you're thinking about that in your quiet time, that is when new seeds can begin to sprout forth. That is when new energy can begin to sprout forth. And when I say energy, I'm talking about energy as in you expending energy, uh, delivering that energy in terms of stepping out and doing the things that you're supposed to do. Okay. Let's make sure we clear on that. So you have to be a person that you have to constantly keep going back to the, to the well of wisdom. If you want to wow yourself, W O W you keep, you got to keep going back to the well of wisdom, right? You got to keep learning new things, new insight, new information. Wisdom has to be your sister and you got to recognize that wisdom is your sister okay Uh, one of the things that i talked about last week was you know how how do we look at fitness you know what i'm saying are we treating fitness and you know and i gave this analogy as in from a relationship perspective okay i i customized the this analogy you know a side note I, i really strive to do my best to try to come up with some outside the box divine revelation and i try not to copy and paste try to keep everything original right so the analogy that i posed last week was and i and i'll say it again when it comes to your relationship with fitness i'll ask it again what 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 category do you identify yourself with do you identify yourself with you know you just like you put fitness in the friend zone you know what i'm saying we've heard of the friend zone Right. When it comes to dating and things like that, a lot of us, we don't want to be in that friend zone. We want to be able to 
you know, exclusively date that person of the opposite sex. <laughs> but sometimes the friend zone might be the best thing for us. OK, that's OK. That's a side note for another conversation for another day. But in this case, when it comes to fitness, you want to be I mean, I'm like if you really want to maximize and be at your very best in terms of health and like physical health and all that stuff, mental health, emotional health, all that. You want to have a marriage type of relationship with fitness. And if you're not there as of this recording, that's OK. That that's good. But I want to challenge you. Like I want to challenge you to get there. I want to challenge you to get there. Now, the different categories I was talking about is, you know, are you friend zone? Are you currently dating fitness? You know what I'm saying? Like you kind of you're kind of interested in fitness. You kind of date it kind of here and there. You know, you'll kind of just, you know, step into wherever your gym is. You'll kind of step into the gym every now and then and kind of do fitness here. You know, you kind of one maybe one time a week here, two times a week there. You know, maybe you may not come back for another few weeks, something like that. Okay. And I'm talking about, again, I want to make sure I'm clear on this. I'm talking about those that you, you have, you know, a a certain level of revelation about the importance of fitness and the significance of fitness. I'm not talking about people that have certain legitimate things that may be hindering them, whether if you have a unique condition or something, like if you're injured or if you have some type of some type of limitation where, you know, you may have to be at home for several weeks or several days. You get what I'm saying. I'm talking about you don't have anything standing in your way. You you don't you, you know, you, you, you have a working job. You making a, a good amount of money or a decent amount of money. You have a roof and shelter food of, you know, you have a rude. Uh, you have food and shelter over your head. You have clothes you know, all that good stuff. You're, you're a well-functioning person and, you know, you have a decent level of understanding of everything I'm talking about. Like you have nothing standing away. No excuses. Like that's essentially the people that I'm talking to. OK, so when you're when you are at this level that I'm talking about, you got to identify which category identifies you. Are you in the friend zone of fitness? Are you kind of dating fitness? Are you casually dating fitness? Are you in a a dating relationship with fitness? You know, you're exclusively dating, right? Maybe you you, you've kind of amped up and you've worked out to three times a week, four times a week. And it's not just about how many times you go to your gym. Okay, I want to make sure I make that clear as well. It's not about just the amount of times you show up, but it is about what you do behind the scenes, the level of effort, the level of work the level of significant work that you put in behind the scenes, behind the physical gym that you go to, even if it is at home. Okay. It's about, you know, how, how serious do you take your nutrition? How serious do you take your consumption of liquids? Okay. When I, when I say fitness, it's not just about stepping into the gym. It's also about food as well. Okay. Uh, You know, it's, it hits on every aspect. Okay, so you kind of get where I'm going when I say relationship or, you know, have you cheated on fitness? You know, are you committing adultery on fitness? You know, maybe you were married to fitness at one point. Maybe you divorced it. You divorced it for whatever reason or you're separated from fitness. Maybe you're still married to it, but maybe you separated for uh, from it for, for whatever reason. You know, I'm not here to hate on you or judge you for whatever the reason is. I'm just asking. 
Are you divorced from fitness? Have you committed adultery from fitness? Are you just completely devoid of fitness? Like you just want absolutely nothing to do with it. Well, no matter what category that you fall into, I will say this, that a person that does not have revelation or knowledge is a person that eventually becomes frustrated. Okay, a person that lacks knowledge, that lacks wisdom, insight, revelation. You can put all those words. I'm not saying they all mean the same thing, but you could put all those words in the same word bank. If you lack any of those words, then you at some point you will eventually become frustrated. You know, they talk about that discipline is freedom. Okay, discipline is freedom. So the reason why I'm talking about the analogy is because here's the thing. I want to switch gears a little bit. One thing that I briefly touched on last week is that we as people, we are either fighting to establish order we are fighting to maintain order okay or maybe somewhere in between Um, because in life there's never going to be an audible voice well unless it comes in the form of a human being there's never going to be a divine audible why i say never well there will there will rarely ever be a divine audible voice that will say hey you might want to do this you might want to do that you know, and, and it's not going to be on a frequent basis. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not speaking on God's behalf, but I, I, I'm, I think it's pretty safe to say that you're not going to audibly hear a divine voice every day or even on a frequent basis to tell you, hey, you're going in the wrong direction. You need to go left instead of right or you need to go right instead of left. The reason why I'm saying that very simplistic statement is because it is up to us. It is up to us as people to put ourselves in positions to ensure that our our heads and our minds and our hearts uh, remain in. I want to say, you know, I'm going to say in a peaceful state, in a peaceful manner. I was going to say quiet, but, you know, quiet. Yes, but in a peaceful manner. Okay, if if we're at points where our life is in chaos and. Our life is just seems like just everything's out of control. Things that it seems that a lot of things are out of control. Well, then we need to find ways to get quiet. Okay, we need to make sure that we get clear. Okay, because the thing is, when it comes to order, I you know one thing that I thought about days ago when it comes to order, I I've thought about the word pillars. Okay, pillars, 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 pillars. These should be revolving pillars in your life. Okay, there should be three pillars in your life that you should constantly lean on. First and foremost, you know, your faith. Okay, Uh, your faith in God through Jesus Christ. Okay, like flat out, that should be the head honcho uh, that nothing can replace that. Um, You know, and then you could also throw the other intangible things in there as well. The other spiritual things in there as well. Prayer and all that good stuff. Now, after that, after that, other pillars that should be respected and applied is um, what was one? Well, working out. Yeah. Fitness. Yes. Fitness. Fitness should be an integral, an integral part of your life. And I'm going I'm to get to that here in a second. I'm going to, again, I'm going to touch on what I talked about last week, but I just want to say that first. 
It should be an integral part of your life. It doesn't matter what season of life you're in. It doesn't matter what um, status you're at in life. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. It doesn't matter what's going on around you. You got to have, you got to do that free will work in order to recognize and acknowledge that fitness should be an integral pillar part of your life. And the other third pillar should be your relationships with your most trusted people in your life. Your most trusted people in your life, your your friends, your family, friends, whomever you believe are your most trusted individuals. Now, listen to the words, listen to that language that I'm that I'm spitting to you. Your most trusted individuals, your most trusted friends, your most trusted people, your most trusted family in your life. And when I say family, it doesn't have to be limited to just your blood related family. It could be people that you consider family. Okay, those are your pillars. Those three categories of pillars should be that, you know, whenever you're feeling down in the dumps. Okay, whenever you are feeling a certain type of way, whenever you're not feeling yourself. You should be taking full advantage, thorough advantage. You you should be taking limitless advantage of those three pillars. Obviously, the first one that I mentioned, like that comes first. Okay, but you should be utilizing all three of those uh, all three of those pillars as much as possible. Again, with the first one being the head honcho one. Okay, we all got to be people that have reserves that we fall back on something. When we don't feel like ourselves, when we feel like we are people that we ain't had that Snickers bar in two weeks, we ain't had that Snickers bar in three weeks and we, we turn to a whole nother person. Right. We turn and I'm, and I'm, I'm speaking in a manner of speaking. We turn into a whole nother gender. We turn to a whole nother gender of a person where we don't feel like ourselves. And then someone comes up to you and says, hey, uh, have you had your Snickers lately? Because uh, you show looking different and you talking different, you walking different and you acting different in a way that is not conducive to you being who you supposed to be. So here, take a bite of this Snickers bar. <laughs> right. So now, by the way, I am not endorsing for you to go out and eat a Snickers. OK, our BDB don't eat Snickers. Right. So just make sure we clear on that. We don't make sure make sure that you don't walk away from this podcast talking about BDB, BDB endorsing Snickers. Nah, that ain't what he talked about. So. All right. So uh, you got to make sure that you that we utilize those three pillars so that way we can maintain our sanity and then also grow into the people that we're supposed to be. Okay. Now, also, let me add a, a fourth pillar, if you will. And I didn't talk about it last week. This new gym literally just came to me right now. And I say it's a new gym. It's really not new, but I'm going to infuse it into this message. And that is, you know, having your you time, like you're just, like just you. Having your downtime, your single time, your self-care time for just you. Like just you, 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 you. You know, you, you got to be able to have that type of time for yourself as well. I can definitely speak from experience to that because you got to be a person where you have this strong sense of who you are. And when you are a person that has a strong sense of who you are, you put yourself in prime position to have and to develop new convictions, 
new convictions. I talked about that in last week's episode as well. <clears throat> you know, asking you, what are your convictions? What are your convictions? And essentially, I defined convictions as being the strength of your belief. What is the strength of your belief? What are the strengths of your belief system? So basically, you can have a belief and it can reside in you. Your beliefs can reside within you, but how how well are they standing tall? Are they standing in a sandy type of manner? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, are they built like a castle sand, if you will? Or are they built? Are they built on a rock? Are they built solid on a rock, firm, indestructible, steady, can't be moved, can't be touched? Which type of which which type of convictions do you have? Because I would like to believe that everybody's got convictions, but it's just you got to be able to protect and preserve your convictions. We're still talking about. You know who you are as far as having that strong sense of self. OK, so that that's that's that fourth pillar that I'm talking about having your you time. OK, yeah. So, yeah, last week I talked about what are your convictions and I also talked about finding your connection, finding your connection to health and wellness and fitness, finding your connection towards it. What is your mental connection towards it? What's your emotional connection towards it? OK, I talked about that as well. Uh, for everybody, it's going to be different. <clears throat> It's going to be different for everybody. So it's not going to be the same for person A as it is for person B. You know, so that that's why I talked about free will work. In order for you as a person to take ultimate advantage of your fitness, you got to do that free will work. And guess what? The thing about that free will work is that it's something that is continuous. It doesn't have to stop unless you allow it to stop. It doesn't have to stop unless you make it stop. I talked about how I gave you the vision of there being a, a Grand Canyon or I would say uh, there's one side of the canyon or one side of a cliff and the other side of a canyon, another side of a cliff. And the difference, the, the difference between both sides would be the distance between both canyons. OK, so. Let me add to that. If the distance between the left side of the canyon and the right side of the canyon, if it's very short, you know, like if it's you know, I'm just throwing a number out there. If it's 20 feet, 30 feet, then guess what? You are going to be a person that you're going to put yourself in position to not last long in terms of maintaining and upgrading your health and wellness and fitness. Right. Because you only have 20 feet worth of reasons, 20 feet worth of convictions of why you should keep fitness as a lifestyle. Because let's be real, we've heard it all the time. Oh, fitness, it's a way of life. It's a healthy lifestyle. Is how that's that's why I say what I say. How many times have we heard the same old, same old? And the thing with us as human beings is that we hear the same things repeated over and over and over again by different people or perhaps by the same person. And we hear it so much that it just falls on deaf ears. It might as well be, it might as well just it might as well just massage the wax in our ears. It might as well just do that. Let's be real. A lot of us, we've experienced that. That's why 
I pride myself on trying to explain things in a hopefully or at, at, at the least a relatively fresh new manner. I know everything I'm going to say ain't going to be fresh and brand new, but perhaps I can try to bring some relatively fresh ways to bring some truths that have already been documented, that have already been stated, that have already been put out there in the world. Hopefully I can, you know, get some new ways to say it. Not that my ways are better or anything like that, but to try to communicate it in a way to where it's like, oh, I, I really get it. And sometimes it might just be the straightforward, plain Jane way of like, you know what? Two plus two equals four. Bam. That's it. That's your formula. Now go do it. It might just be something like that. It might be as simple as that. But sometimes as we as people, we complicate things. We got to get the, you know, X plus Y equals QR to the 14th power. You know what I'm saying? And you like, B, that makes absolutely no sense. Well, there you go. Durr, because us as people, we complicate things. We trying to we trying to do we trying to do too much extra with our fitness and wellness. We trying to look, I ain't judging and hating, but I'm, I got to say this stuff, man. We trying to do we, you know what? No, nah, I'm going to go ahead and say it. But I understand that sometimes if we do these things, we try to do it because it's the it's the, uh, you know, where our mindset is at at the time. But we trying we try to depend on fat pills. We trying to or what what they call them, uh, uh, fat burner pills. We trying to depend on fat burner pills. We trying to depend on protein shakes. We try and depend on those things as a foundation. We try and depend on weight loss surgeries. Right. I ain't hating if you do something like that, but just know that. I, I'm not so sure that that's going to really teach you the value of hard work. I'm just going to be flat out for real with you. Now, if you got to do what you got to do, you got to do the weight loss surgery, you got to do your thing, do your thug thizzle. But you still at, at on the other side of that weight loss surgery. Remember, this is unfiltered. This is unfiltered. If you do a weight loss surgery, just remember on the other side of that, you still going to have to find your grit in order to uh, be a person of value and hard work. I understand people got different situations. People got different reasons for why they do what they do. I'm not hating on you if you're doing something like a weight loss surgery, but just know that that's not going to teach you uh, hard work. You're still going to have to do the work. You're still going to have to do the free will work after the weight loss surgery. Okay. I don't know why I'm saying that, but I'm saying that. Okay. And even just uh, any other type of, you know, the body shrink wrap stuff. You, you, if you want to do that, man, do your thug thizzle. You still going to have to find the value of hard work because guess what? The weight loss surgery ain't going to last forever. You feel me? The, the, the body shrink wrap thing that they do, it ain't going to last forever, right? Because guess what? God willing, if you still here 5, 10, 15 years down the road, that, that body shrink wrap, it ain't going to be permanent. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It ain't going to be permanent. And so us as people, we got to get to that space in our minds, in our heads, that all, the only thing that's going to be permanent is the hard work that we put into our health and wellness and our fitness. And I'm telling you right now, <clears throat> the level of work we got to put in, I, and I've said this before, like, I, God bless you. I understand. We all got to start where we got to start. You know, it can't just be you walk into the gym, you do treadmill, you do this, you do that, stair master, stair climber, elliptical, that, like, I understand if it's just a cardio day, that's great. That's cool. But we got to get beyond that. We we need to be doing some type of physical strength training. We need to be doing some type of resistance strength training. The training that we got to do is going to have to be funky and ugly. Yes, ladies, you're going to have to sweat. 
I want you to walk out of that gym to where your makeup look like you just, you know what I'm saying? Like you just like you came from the circus. Like for real, for real. Like it's going your training going to have to be butt ugly. It's going to have to be non pretty. It's going to have to be anti pretty like you I, you don't be looking pretty when you are working out. I want you to sweat, be funky, be stanky as long as you lifting them weights, if you're going to be all right. You know what? Let me let me backtrack on that. Hold on one. I know cuz some people and you know, because some people, you know, got the, you know, the boo boo 19, if you know what I'm saying. Right. But be cleanliness. Right. Be cleanliness. But, you know, we, we got to train a certain way. That's what I'm trying to say. We got to train with intensity. OK. So, <laughs> all right. <clears throat> all right. Let's get back to it. OK. So finding your connection. You got to find your connection when it comes to fitness. All right. So uh, the reason why I'm talking about hard work and all that kind of stuff is, is that here's the thing. So I touched on, you know, order and things like that. This is a time of year. And this is just my speculation. This is just my thoughts. But I truly believe there's some truth behind it. Now, it's, it doesn't happen just in the summertime. It's perhaps all year round. It depends on who I'm talking to. What happens is, especially around summertime, this can be a license for a lot of us to be like, oh, man, you know, let's go on vacation, let's go out to the beach, go do jet skis man let's party it up man let's do it big let's do this let's do that and look i you know i am all for leisure activities and celebration and things like that however those things they've got to be done with a reason like for real for real they have to be done with a purpose behind it you know there has to be a little something something behind it yeah you know a lot of times you know like if you achieve something big like it's got to be something like that OK, now, before I continue, I'm not even saying like, man, you got to work on your fitness 24 seven all throughout the summer. I'm not saying that, but I want to use the category of fitness in terms of hard work and everything. <clears throat> OK, because. When it comes to order, you know, some of us, some of us still to this day, some of us still have that mentality. We say. Well, I, I, I just don't have the money for fitness or I just don't have the money to get a trainer or I, I just don't have the money to invest in some type of fitness program. I, I just don't have the money to invest in some type of uh, wellness program, some type of nutrition program. I, I just don't have the cash for that. Well, I, my, my my response to you, if that is you saying that I, two things, I, I would say, first of all, make sure you well, one, really one main thing, check your bank account. I want you to print out three to, for the last three to six months of your bank statement and tell me if you still hold to that same statement that you just said, that you don't have the money, that you don't have the funds to, you know, get a personal trainer, to get a some type of investment or, or some type of uh, 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 nutrition program, some type of eating program, how to eat right, some type of fitness program of how to get your body right. OK, it doesn't have to be limited to personal trainer. I know there's all types of resources and stuff online. OK, uh, but we still have people with that mentality saying that they don't have the money for this. They don't have the money for that. But we're still spending money on these big vacations. We're spending money and going to places that, you know, I mean, we, we kicking it at the bars. We kicking it at the clubs. We, we going out to eat. We going out to eat pretty frequently and we say we ain't got the cash. We saying we ain't got the funds to invest in our health like that. What? I 
mean, let's be for real, for real, man. Well, I mean, let's, you know, again, I don't know who I'm talking to, but I know I'm talking to somebody. So that's why I say, I, you know, you, you look at your bank statements. They really going to tell you if you got the funds for that type of stuff. Right. I, I just let the bank statements do the talking. OK, so it's all about perspective. We got to be people with the right perspective. OK, because I'm a person that, you know, I mean, I've had to get my finances right over the years. And and let me also say this. I've had to be a person that, yes, even though I've had this connection with fitness, I've had this uh, this love for fitness for a long time. Even I had to come to a place where I had to be like, wow, OK, you know what? Fitness has got to be an integral part of my life. Now, I'll be honest. I, I don't remember the very first time that I thought to myself, like, man, like, OK, you know what? I, fitness needs to be a, a super integral uh, part of my life. I, I can't tell you the exact date of when that was because I really don't know. I can I can honestly safely say it's probably been sometime within the past few years, sometime within the past few years, something like that, somewhere in there. And now, now I want to run that back when I'm saying I'm not talking about just showing up at the gym or wherever your gym is at. I'm not just talking about that, uh, I, you know, in terms of fitness being an integral part of your life. I'm talking about like, you know, you 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 eat it, you sleep it, you breathe it, you eat it, you sleep it, you breathe it. But you still have room to do other things in your life. You still have room to do, you know, to 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 have time of rest. You still have room to do your other purposeful, impactful things in your life, okay? Remember, I want to make sure I'm saying this again. I'm not here to say that fitness should be the end-all, be-all. Like, fitness is the most important thing on this entire planet. That is not what I'm saying, okay? That, that is why I'm using the word integral, integral, integral. Remember the verse that I talked about last week, 1 Timothy 4, 8. What's that part? What's that? What, I'm, I, I'm just going to pull out a piece of that verse, okay? Physical training is of good value or either it says some value or good value okay but it, physical training is of some value okay it's not all value but it is of some value okay that's straight out the holy bible right but it is godliness that is the main thing the, the spiritual things the godliness that is what rules and presides okay so make sure we clear on that but as I was saying, even if I had to be a person that had to realize and come to that realization of, wow, you know what? OK, I need to make fitness an integral part of my life. Like even if I had to do it, then guess what? Then that means you definitely got to do it just because uh, I, you know, have this organic connection to fitness, this 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 love for fitness. It doesn't mean that it came naturally. OK, that's the point that I want to make to you. It, it, I'm not saying that I've always had this close connection to fitness. I've, I, I had to make the steps. I had to do the free will work along the way. I had to get new insight. I had to get new revelation. There was a time where I had to drink more water, where I was drinking water, but I, it wasn't like I wasn't carrying it around with me everywhere. I had to get to that place where I had to realize, okay, I can feel a heck of a lot better if I just simply drink more water. I had to come to that realization for myself. I had to come to that realization years ago that I had to cut out sodas. I had to come to that realization years ago that I had to cut out fried foods. I had to come to that realization years ago that I can't just, just because I've always had a lean physique, I, I can't just 
take advantage of that. I can't parlay that all day, every day. I can't just take advantage of that and just eat whatever and do whatever because at some point, it's going to mess up. It's going to mess with my physical structure of my body. At some point, it's going to damage the integrity of my body. It's, it's going to slow down my stamina. It's going to slow down my endurance. I ain't going to have the strength that I want to have. So I had to come to that realization. So I, I just want to let y'all know that I, I didn't get a pass. I didn't get a, 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 a get out of jail free card. I didn't get a, a skip card that says, B, just because you have this organic connection to fitness that you ain't got to do the free will work. You ain't got to do the you ain't got to put in the sweat and the grind uh, in the gym. You ain't got to put in the sweat and the grind, the, the research and the tears of, uh, of, of, of the research of fitness and nutrition and all that stuff. No, I, I, I had to do the work, too. Now, again, now, granted, yes, it's because I wanted to be a personal trainer. Absolutely. Now, I'm not saying everybody's got to be a personal trainer, but you, I would still challenge everyone to, you know, you've you got to get to that place. Do that free will work to where you are, <clears throat> to where you want to do the research, to where you want to find out ways of like, okay, how can I take care of my body? What foods can I eat that can be better for my body? Okay, so just letting you know, I had to do the work, too. And it's all about that free will work. The reason why I'm mentioning free will work is because I know that not everyone's going to do the same level of work as the next person. I know that at the end of the day, there are just going to be some folks that they just not going to be in the fitness. And that that's just exactly what it is. They just not going to be into it. Right. But I know that there's somebody out there that's going to be into it. There's going to be somebody out there that's going to get this message and they're going to understand it and they're going to apply it. Okay. All right. So let's switch gears a little bit. Last week, I talked about how uh, I talked to my church folks. OK, I'm going to run it back again. I talked to my church people because, you know, when I say church people, I'm talking about you've been in church for a good amount of time, a seasoned amount of time. You know, you know what I'm saying? You have a certain level of relationship with the Bible. OK, I got to be real. This, again, this unfiltered that. This is my speculation because I truly believe this this is happening. Um, what what is happening or what has happened? And I don't know who I'm talking to about this, but we cannot just approach the Bible. This is what I said last week. We cannot just approach the Bible as like, well, if it ain't in there, then I ain't got to do it. Or if it's not really talked about a lot in there, then I ain't got to do it or I ain't got to do it as much, you know, or. We, we some of us probably believe the lie of, well, God, he, he really don't care about fitness. You know, he, he really don't care about fitness. I mean, he kind of does like he wants us to be healthy and well, but he really don't care about fitness like he do care about prophecies and miracles and evangelism conferences and church conferences and Bible studies and prayer meetings and church services, Wednesday night service, baptism service, all that kind of stuff. Like God cares more about that stuff than he cares about all the, you know, the fitness stuff and the wellness and how we eat right and how we drink and all that stuff. God, he cares about the, he cares about that stuff, but not as much as he cares about all that church stuff, the, you know, the church activities, the church functions. And I truly believe in my heart of hearts, I truly believe a lot of us that are in the church right here, right now, we believe that lie. And I'm not going to say we've like flat out said it, but our actions, our actions are doing it. Now, it's another thing if it's like if it's unbeknownst to you and like you just weren't aware. Totally get it. Totally understand, because that's how it works with us as humans. Like we need <clears throat> we need 
that other person or a group of people or whomever it be. We all need intervention. OK, we all need intervention of, oh, you know what? I never realized that. You know what? I need to go from this direction. I need to turn in that direction. BDB needs intervention. OK, so I'm really praying and believing that this episode is some type of intervention for somebody. OK, I'm hoping that it is some type of intervention. So it's like, yo, you can't just focus on just being for real, for real. We putting it all out there. I told you we're going to bring the heat today. You cannot just be focused on the abstract and the spiritual and the faith stuff like you got to also be focused on the physical, the tangible stuff as well. OK, you got to put things in the proper place. Yes. But you also got to have that revelation. You got to have that free will work. OK, it takes that free will work again. What do I mean when I say free will work? That means you got to put in the work. You got to do in the research. You got to develop your develop your, your uh, develop your connection, develop your conviction, develop your reasonings of why fitness should be an integral part of your life. That's what I mean when I say free will work. OK, run that back again. So you make sure you hear me. Make sure you feel me. The free will work is you trying to establish and to develop your connection, your conviction, your ties to fitness. Why? Why fitness should be an integral part of your life. And I'm saying this because too many of us are driven by external factors. You feel me? A lot of us are driven by external factors. We driven. We are driven by what's going on around us. Well, it, it doesn't seem like everybody else is doing it. So I'm just going to kind of follow suit. Where well, everybody else is this way, so I'm going to be that way. Again, you don't say it, but the actions say so. Because of our surroundings, because of certain environments that we go to, or certain environments that we frequently go to, or certain types of people we surround ourselves with, right? I mean, are we surrounding ourselves with different types of people? Are we surrounding ourselves with the same type of people? Okay, I'm saying all these things because a lot of us, we're driven by external factors, Right. And I'm telling you, you cannot be driven by extrinsic factors. You got to be driven by intrinsic factors. You got to be you got to be driven. We got to be driven within. You got to be driven intrinsically. OK, that's why BDB, when I step on this mic, I'm driven intrinsically to come up on this podcast and to develop and to uh, communicate and to nurture and cultivate my gifts. One of them is speaking. One of them is exhortation. One of them is encouraging. I am doing all of those things on this podcast intrinsic. Now, when I talk about earlier, when I talked about uh, new insight, new wisdom, revelation, I'm still getting new wisdom, new, uh, new insight, new revelation in terms of why I do fitness. And I'm going to share one of them with you right now. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. Yeah, this is just me. You know, like here's the thing. I've been single for a long time. So when you single for a long time, you can only do so much by yourself. So if I just if I turn up the voltage, if I increase the voltage on my fitness, I can take it to a whole nother level. You see what I'm saying? If I take more time to spend on my fitness, I can get another decade out of my body. You see what I'm saying? I live for decades now in terms of what I mean by live for decades. Like, OK, like I say, I'm 41 years young. So God willing, if I make it to 50, OK, we're going to start preparing my body now. So that way, by the time I'm 50, things will be a lot more easier or at least or hopefully a little bit more easier, a lot more simpler. Right. I'll make whatever tweaks and adjustments along the way that I got to do. But that that's what I'm th I'm thinking long term. 
I'm thinking long term and I'm going to go ahead and say it. I, I don't remember if I said it last week on the podcast, to be honest, but I'm going to go ahead and say it now. Right now, right now, I'm training for a 10K. Training for a 10K. I'm training for a Spartan 10K. I, I think I did mention it last week. I had never done anything six miles in my life. A 10K is essentially six miles. I have never ran six miles. I've never done any obstacles six miles in my life. I know I can do it, but guess what? It's going to take higher level of training. It's going to take higher level of intensity. It's going to take it's just going to take everything I'm currently doing just at a higher level. We just put it like that. You see what I'm saying? So those are some of my ties. Those are some of my connections in regards to fitness. And and, and the problem with us is some of us, we, we, we playing with it, like just flat out. You know, I don't know the reason. OK, ma'am, sir, I don't know you. I don't know the reason. OK, but whether if we're doing it on purpose or not, we playing with it. We playing with our fitness. We thinking that, you know, like, ah, you know, I really just ain't got to do it. You know, I mean, as long as I'm breathing, as long as I'm not, you know, aching or paining anywhere, I'm good. Like, I'll be good. But again, you're not training for just today. You're training for the future you 10 years down the road, 15, 20, 30 years down the road. So we got to be people that train long-term style as i mentioned 10 15 20 30 years down the road when you're able to train you're able to put your body in a more better position for for you to be able to do things when you're when you're 10 years older when you're 15 20 years older things are a lot more simpler and even in the right now <clears throat> you put yourself in a great position to be better and when it comes to just doing simple things like when you're helping someone move, someone calls you up, say, hey, I need help moving this this big couch. Hey, I need help moving this mattress. I need help moving this dresser, this mirror. I need help with uh, the uh, the things in the kitchen, you know, anything that's heavy. Right. So what you're doing is, you know, when you have a, a good, strong back and when you have a good, strong core and you have good, strong legs and you're just an overall well functional human being. You know, you got good shoulder muscles, good chest muscles. And I'm not saying you have to be this big, ginormous person. But I'm just saying when you are a well-functional, oiled machine, if you will, you're able to help and serve others in a better capacity, in a more effective capacity, especially when it comes to things like moving and things like that. Again, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that a person is better. It just, it just means that we're able to serve at a higher level. That's, that's what I'm saying. OK, now, moments ago, I said that we plan with it. Why did I say that we plan with it? OK, let me let me read these statements. So, OK, I'm going to make sure I get these right. When it's not necessary to work in order to fill a hungry mouth, much less work will be done. OK, let me read another statement. The person who labors labors for himself. His hungry mouth drives him on. All right. So let me say another statement that kind of sums it up and says it in a different way. If there are no deadlines, less work or no work will be done. Did y'all catch those three statements that I just said? So essentially, what are those three statements saying? Basically, it's just like I said just moments ago. If it's like, ah, you know, if. You know, like, I mean, I ain't got to do it. So, you know, I'm good. You know, 
That's why I say it takes that free will work because you have the free will to exercise. How high you want to take your fitness to whatever level you want to take your fitness to. Like that's up to you. I can inspire you to take it to an ultimate level. I can challenge you to take it to epic levels. But at the end of the day, it's on you. Ladies, it's on you, boo. And uh, fellas, it's on you, bruh. So it's really on you. Okay. But what do I mean when I say those three statements? Okay. I want to, I want to challenge you. Look at Proverbs 16, 26, Proverbs 16, 26. Okay. And I'm going to paraphrase this verse. Okay. So what that verse is talking about is a lot of us, we need to check our taste buds. We need to check our appetites. Mm-hmm. So I remember at the top of the episode, I talked about how summertime and everything. <clears throat> Let me kind of dive a little bit deeper into that. Now, it happens all year round, but I, I truly believe that around summertime, summertime seems to be a very special time because a lot of us can treat summertime as a license to be like, ah, you know, let's go on vacations, go to the beach, let's hang out. Six pack. Let's show show off our six pack. Let's hit the beach. Let's go surfing. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. And again, I'm not saying those things are wrong. Okay, hear me. I'm not saying those things are wrong. Nothing wrong with doing those things. There's nothing wrong with leisure activities. There's nothing wrong with recreational activities. But our issue is there are a lot of us that overindulge in recreational activities. There are a lot of us that overindulge in leisure and recreational activities. Okay. now I'm not sitting here saying that you should work on your fitness 24 seven during the summer. However, I am saying that you should work on your fitness frequently and consistently, no matter what time of year it is, no matter what season it is. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Okay. Uh, another reason I'm saying what I'm saying is because BDB had to learn this lesson over the years. Okay, BDB had to learn the lesson of. You can't do leisure and recreational activities all the time or not even all the time. But let me put it this way. BDB can't have the think uh, thinking mentality of just because the weekend is here does not automatically equate to. Woo! All right. Let's go out and, you know, do a whole bunch of leisure, recreational activities. Da, 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 da. OK, uh, it, it, it's all about ratio. OK, L- let me let me put some insurance behind what I'm saying. Because it's all about your ratio. What I mean when I say ratio, your ratio of you being about your business, you being about your business. Right. I'm talking about handling your purpose, handling your impactful endeavors in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like you doing that. And your ratio to uh, being a person that um being a person that, you know, hey, you know what? Let me do some leisure activity. Let me do some recreational activities. Let me do some restful activities. Okay. So I would just challenge you with this. What is your ratio to your leisure, recreational activities, your restful activities, as opposed to your, you know, like your business work, uh, impactful, purposeful activities? What is your ratio to that? Because if it's the, the leisure over the purpose, that's a problem. That is an issue. Now, I'm not here to tell you that I like I'm not here to give you the exact number as far as to what your ratio should be, but I can tell you and I will tell you that you should always be a person of purpose. Make it pop. 
make it pop. Be that person of purpose. Okay. Yes, you should be a person that, you know, even when you are doing something leisurely, recreationally, something restfully, even in that, it should be something about it that should re-energize you. Okay. It should re-energize you and it should empower you in some type of way. It should empower you. Okay. Now we're not going to get into the details and the nuts and bolts of that, but you, you get what I'm saying. Okay. But you know, sometimes it's gotta be, you know what? Some, that's why I talked about early in the episode, that fourth pillar that I mentioned is your you time. Sometimes I don't care if it's during the week or the weekend. Sometimes you need to exercise that fourth pillar. Actually, not sometimes, a lot of times you need to exercise that fourth pillar and increase your self-care. But again, it takes that free will work. Okay. And so, like I said, yeah, I had to get to that point where I had to change my ratio of doing more purposeful activities versus uh, a lot of leisure activities. I'm not saying that I don't do leisure, recreational activities and stuff, but I had to be very honest with myself. I had to be forthcoming with myself and say, you know what? My ratio was lopsided, more leisure and less purpose stuff. Not that I wasn't doing purposeful things, but it felt like and it seemed and I, and I believed that it was that I, I, I could have been doing more purposeful things. You see what I'm saying? So and the more that I got convicted of that, the more that I got a hold of that, the more that I started changing my ratio. I started changing my ratio to doing more purposeful things. OK, and all of these things you got to experience at your own discretion. And I, and I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you. Don't be that fool. I'm just going to be up front. Don't be that fool that says, oh, I'm handling purpose. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Because we as people, we have a tendency to just because we're doing it, we think that we're being purposeful. Like we, we think just because we're doing such things, we're not taking the time to step back and evaluate and reevaluate how much time and energy we're spending into said thing, said purposeful thing. It's, it's one thing to do it, but are you spending a lot of behind the scenes time doing it? You know, it's one thing to, again, like, for example, it's one thing to just show up at work. But like, are, are you really showing up at work? You get what I'm saying? Like, are you really showing up at work? Are you really doing some behind the scenes work to help you be better at work when you show up to work? You get what I'm saying? A lot of us have this mentality of, oh, well, I, just because I'm doing it, I'm increasing in it. Just because I'm doing it, I'm growing in it. OK, I don't want to get all into that. But I'm saying all that to say back to what I was saying moments ago. OK, when it isn't necessary to work in order to fill a hungry mouth, much less work will be done. And the very last one, I'm going to skip the second, go to the last one. If there are no deadlines, less work, no work will be done. So if some of us have that mentality of, oh, well, I have to have a deadline in order for me to work hard. I have to have this in front of me in order to work hard. That's a start. It's not wrong, but it needs to be better. There, it needs, there needs to be a higher level of that. Example. OK, obviously, if someone wants to you know, do weight loss, OK, they have to write down a goal. They have to write down a date or they should write down a date of when they want to drop that weight by. OK, now that should serve as a what's the word I want to use? Sort of a, a booster, like a booster experience, that entire journey from them dropping that weight from 
their current weight to their desired weight. That should be a booster. And then once they achieve that ultimate weight that they want to get to, then they can they should set more goals for themselves. They can set more goals for themselves. But <clears throat> even above that, even above goals, they should still show that same sweat equity, that same grit, that same effort that they put into their actual weight loss journey. They should put that same sweat energy, that same sweat equity, even after the goal, even after they've achieved the ultimate weight. OK, because when you can work hard, when there's no deadlines in front of you, that's when you're getting it. That's when you're understanding everything that I'm talking about. That's when you can put all the puzzle pieces together of everything that I'm talking about in this episode. Because if you got to be a person that you can only drop the weight, you can only increase the weight, you can only get better at your fitness if you have that carrot dangling in front of you. If you have that carrot dangling in front of you, if you have that prize money dangling in front of you, if you have the whatever incentive dangling in front of you, if that's the only reason that you work hard, then you really you really not working hard. OK, you're working hard for that for that prize dangling in front of you. OK, and, and that that works for a little while. But at some point, at some point, you've got to get to that place. You got to do you got to do that free will work in your mind and in your heart to where you're able to work where you got no prize in front of you. You got no prize in front of you. Okay. And I'm talking about on this side of life. Okay. Now, let me, now if you want to talk about, you know, trying to achieve the ultimate prize. Okay. I want to make sure I'm clear on this. Okay. I, because I, I want to make sure that I'm clear on what I'm saying. There is the ultimate prize. Okay. The ultimate crown, the ultimate prize that Philippians three talks about. Okay. Just read that chapter. I think it's around verse 12. Okay. That, that's that's the kind of prize that you want to, you know, receiving the crown of life. OK, receiving the crown of life in terms of uh, reaching for that prize. That's the prize that you really want to go for. But I, I would now we're not discrediting that the prize that I was talking about. I was talking about more so tangible, like it's got to be about money. It's got to be about a vacation. It's got to be about, uh, you know, I don't know, winning a bet or, got you know, something like that. That's what I was talking about when in terms of it's got to have something dangling in front of you. But when you can do it because you're a process oriented type of person, you're a process oriented type of dude and you're a process oriented type of woman. That's how, you know, that is how you know that you've made it to that next level. That's how you know you made it to that epic level that well, that's going to keep you going. And then when you stay in that zone and you continue to get new wisdom, insight and revelation. That's what's going to keep you going. That's what's going to keep you staying in that process, y'all. That's what's going to keep you staying in that process, y'all. Once you get past the point of trying to work hard, of you, you don't need no incentive dangling in front of you because you got internal incentive. You got intrinsic incentive, right? It, it ain't dangling in front of you. It's dangling within you. When you have intrinsic, when you have intrinsic motivation, intrinsic inspiration, dangling inside of you that's what's going to keep you being a process oriented type of person now proverbs 16 26 i talked about that is because when you get when you are that person that you allow your appetite you allow your appetite to work for you that's when you that's when you made it that's when you made it and you got to keep making it you see what i'm saying you gotta let your appetite work for you and that's what a lot of you are missing a lot of you are missing if you take nothing else away from this particular episode 
This is one of the key reasons I wanted to make a part two is because this revelation right here. If you are not, you need to change your taste buds. If you are not having a very good appetite, you need to change your taste buds and you need to change your appetite. So when I say appetite, I'm talking about what, so when, when Fridays come up, when Saturdays come up, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it don't matter what day, when the next day come up, what is your appetite about? Okay. What is your appetite about? Or, you know what? Let me just ask a simple question. What is your appetite towards fitness? I'm just going to ask you straight up. What is your current appetite towards fitness? What is your current? What are your current taste buds towards fitness? Okay. If you don't have that, that itch, that drive to want to be better in your wellness of fitness, I'm going to challenge you to confront that and, and to, and to fix it and to solve that problem as soon as possible. Now, I understand with what I just said moments ago that there are different people with different lifestyles. Okay, I've mentioned this before. You got single folk. You got single again folk. You got married folk. You got married again folk. You got folks that are single and a parent. You got folks that are married and they're a parent. Right. So for those of you that are parents, whether if you're married or single, okay, you, you know, then I would challenge you to. Take what I said in this episode and see how you can apply it to your life. Okay, so I understand that when you're married, there are different variables. Okay, I've never been married, but I understand that, you know, it's a different lifestyle. Okay, there are different different factors to consider. And especially when you're married and a parent, there are different factors to consider. Even if you're just a single parent. There are different factors to consider, right? So just want to keep those things in mind as well. No matter your lifestyle, definitely want to challenge you to take what I'm saying and to see how it can be infused into your life. Because the thing is, as I'm saying, is it's when you get to that place and notice I said moments ago, I said, when you get to that place of Proverbs 16, 26, allowing your appetite to work for you. You made it and then you got to keep making it. Notice that I didn't say that by happenstance, because once we made it and chill, then we die. I mean, we might as well just die in terms of our thinking. Right. So you have to be a person that you have to stay and remain process oriented. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I'm still getting new revelation and insight as to why I need to keep fitness as an integral part of my life. Okay, And. And I just want to challenge you to do the same. And I want to close with on this note. So earlier I talked about, you know, church folk, how we a lot of us as church people. And again, I don't know who I'm talking to, but I I, I truly believe this is my speculation that it exists. And that is, uh, as I'm saying that, because and this is as an observation. okay? this is not a knock. It's an observation that a lot of churches are are not talking about fitness. They're either not talking about it or when they do talk about it, it's not as often. Okay. And if you do find it, then it's perhaps a, a Sunday school class. Okay. How do I know? Because a church that I used to be a part of, I had an opportunity and a privilege to talk about basically just like the nutrition and things of that nature. Uh, it was, it was, it was in a Sunday school manner, not in a Sunday school in front of the pulpit type of manner. It was a, it was a Sunday school type of manner where I was asked to do something like that by myself. Okay. That was probably been over 10 years ago at this point. It was well over 10 years ago. 
Okay. So I think that's good. I think that's great. I think that's a start, you know, having fitness, nutrition as some form of a Sunday school type of class. I think that's great. However, I, I honestly, and, and I would challenge it to be as a part of a Sunday morning service. I'm not saying it has to be every Sunday. I'm not saying it has to be every Sunday. You know, I'm, I'm saying that it sh- there should be a way to where it should be an integral part of a church. Now, I'm not saying I have the, all the answers. I'm not saying I have the blueprint of what it should look like and what should happen, this, that, and the other. But I'm, I'm saying to you, like if we like to us as church people, like if we really want our people to be healed, if we really want our people to be well. And when I say healed, I'm, I'm talking about in a like in a physical manner, in a physical manner. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not talking about um, miracles and what. Well, let me let me take that back now. Yes. Now, anything could be a miracle. OK, but I'm talking about enable in order for us to be functional, well, human beings physically speaking, fitness speaking. If we want our people to be well, then I would challenge churches to really find ways to incorporate fitness into their regime. Yes, I am making that as a bold statement. You need need to find now you need to find ways in order to put that into your vision. However, at the end of the day, it all starts with the headship. It all starts with the vision of the pastor and the, 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 the pastoral team and whoever's a part of that headship, whoever's a, whoever's a part of the church making decisions. It's all up to them because if it ain't part of the vision, it ain't going to happen. OK, now <clears throat> now when I say what I'm saying, I want to make sure that it's received appropriately. Like I'm not trying to bash churches. I'm not trying to say or do anything like that. Um, I'm speaking from someone that, you know, that. You know, I've had experience of serving in the church and being in all different types of Sunday school classes. And, and like I said, teaching a Sunday school class, this, that and the other. So when you see things and, and you, you, you want to be able to speak on it and speaking of that, that same church that I was a part of, obviously it no longer exists. Unfortunately, I was excited because that particular church, they were going to make like some form of a wellness facility as a part of the church. Like they were going to add on, I want to say they were going to make a whole nother building to add on to and make some type of a wellness facility. And when the pastor at the time showed us the, the blueprints and the layout of it, I was excited. I was like, man, this is great. This is great. This is fantastic. And so, you know, obviously it never came to fruition. You know, the church shut down, but <clears throat> I say all that to say, probably as I'm thinking about it now, the one reason I'm saying that is because it is possible. It is possible for a church to have whatever vision that they need to have in order to have in order to incorporate fitness, wellness as an integral part of their church. Now, I'm also saying this. I'm an insurance type of guy. I make sure I cover myself. I'm not saying there are no churches out there that are not doing what I'm talking about. I'm saying there need to be more churches that incorporate this. Like if you really want to, I mean, let me, let me understand this. Prayer is one thing. Prayer is good. I, I, I think prayer should always be incorporated all day. But if you really want to talk about, you know, helping in terms of contributing to healing people or you know, making your atmosphere more of a healing type of environment, 
then what I'm saying should definitely be taken into high consideration and application. I'm, I'm, I'm making that bold statement. OK. And, and and, you know, and I would say this is just an idea. OK. This is not just a, what I'm about to say. It's just an idea. It's not like a stamp of approval. Like, yeah, you got to do it. But maybe, you know, maybe every so often, maybe every couple of months or every 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 so often, every several weeks, however the frequency is, you have some type of sermon. You have some type of um, uh, teaching about fitness, about wellness, about nutrition, about eating right, about something like that. It's got in some type of way, it's got to be on Sunday school morning or not, not, not just Sunday school. I'm sorry. It's got to be, I'm talking about like Sunday service, like in the main, main service. Cause let's face it. Everybody don't go to Sunday school. Okay. Everybody don't go to Sunday school, but guess what? More people are in Sunday service. Whether if you got one service, two service, three services, every single uh, service has more people in the actual like main service itself. So s- information like what I'm talking about needs to make it more into the actual Sunday service. That is my belief. And I'm going to end it with that note. <laughs> well, that was a lot to get through and hopefully it, it, it makes sense. And hopefully that it really touched someone and challenged someone you know, as a, and I and I want to say, I don't want you to just say, "Oh man, that was great. That was a great message, B2B. That was great. That was fantastic." I'm more concerned with you actually doing something about it, okay? Because by by the end of this episode, like I immediately want you to do something in regards to enhancing and increasing and upgrading your fitness and your wellness. Not because I said so, but because uh, you you got to be charged from some type of information that flowed through this episode, okay? And again, not because of me, not because this ain't nothing that I just came up with. This is revelation that I that has come to me over the years. Okay, so. All right. We're going to go ahead and shut it down right there. Y'all have a great and excellent week. I'll see y'all on the next episode of the Ultimate You podcast. And in the meantime, change and be changed. All right, all right, all right, y'all. I appreciate y'all rocking with me to the very end of this episode of the Ultimate You podcast. Y'all are greatly appreciated. So I am here to let you know, if you have not picked up a copy of my solo debut book entitled Vision of an Athlete, I would encourage you to go to Amazon.com and get your copy today. So what are we talking about when we say Vision of an Athlete? Because it's, it's more than just about drinking the right drinks. It's more than just about eating the right foods. My question to you is, do you have vision when it comes to being an athlete? See, it's more than just about how many times you show up at the gym or how many workouts you do. But do you have long lasting vision or better yet, do you have eternal vision? Because in that book, I unpack what real vision looks like and what a real athlete is supposed to look like. And when I say athlete, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be from an athletic background. You don't have to be from a sports family. It doesn't matter what kind of family you've grown up from. I'm here to tell you that no matter who you are, as long as you are breathing, you are an athlete, whether you realize it or not. And if you pick up my copy of the book, I will help you realize the athlete that you were created to be. So again, it's Vision of an Athlete. Go to Amazon.com and order your copy today.